welcome to Better Than Mario Brothers, where each episode we delve deep into cinema's sewer. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partners in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And Miss Helen McIntyre. Oh, right. <laughs> and this episode, we have a, a listener request. So this was sent in by uh, Fiona McIntyre. Hello, Fiona. <laughs> I would Thanks, normally, Fiona. I would normally just say, you know, regular listener, friend of the show or whatever, but let's just call it what it is. She's the other McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say I wasn't entirely sure if she was the evil twin, but now having seen this, I'm sure she is. Um, yeah, <laughs> Fiona in suggesting this uh, also pretty much pegged how each of us was going to react to it. So well done, Fiona. You called yep. this 100. Uh, percent yeah. We'll save the rest of it until the end, and then let everybody else know what you said. But uh, yeah, thanks for suggesting it. We think. Um, I know it's a definite thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so we are looking at Versus, uh, the, I, I think, 2002. There are multiple versions that I can see, but they're all the same film. So it could be 2002, could be 2006. But... No, so there was the original was 2000. And okay. um, what they did, when they looked at re-releasing it, um, for the, once released for the American market, and it, it was too gory, so they had to cut out four minutes, which is where the confusion between the two versions we were looking at earlier this week came from. Um, and then ah. at the same time, they released Ultimate Versus, which had an extra 10 minutes, just of extra filth, basically. Extra 10 minutes? Yep. Jesus now, to Christ. Be fair, I, I would have appreciated that because I could have done with a bit more sleep. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. spoiler yeah. alert, I'm kind of there with you, Mark. Um, oh, <laughs> but, no. yeah, the, I had the, so much fun. The last <laughs> thing this film needs is another 10 minutes. It needs about... 60 minutes less to be honest yeah the first 60 no what it needs what it needs is its sequel oh fuck no fuck that i want the sequel hell no i'm here for it yes hell hell no (laughs) um so yeah we are looking at versus the 2000s japanese uh yakuza zombie vampire thing thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't even know what genre to peg this at uh it's a I mean, I it was something. It, it, yeah, it, it was it's something. So it's de- it's definitely Japanese. Yeah, and I'm, I have a feeling we'll talk about that quite a lot. Um, so, as usual, I've made notes. Um, quite a few, as it goes. Um, I, I started really well. I, I started making notes. I, there was, to be fair, for all that we've just spent the last couple of minutes ragging on it, there were some things I did appreciate. There's a hell of a lot I appreciate about it. There really the, is. The first of the first of five ten minutes, I was like, okay, this is going, this is going all right. And then when we, when I was still at the same point an hour in, going right, is the story going to fucking start now? Therein, therein kind of, lies, therein lies the rub. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where it went wrong for me. But I mean, there, there are some no, there are some really interesting things they've done here, and there, there were some bits to love. I'll, I'll give it that. I'll, I'll give it the props it deserves for that. I, I was having too much fun to take notes. I just descended into drawing emojis, which I, I, made I, me happy faces. I initially did have a lot of fun with it, and there is a hell of a lot to love, um, which which I'll talk about as we go through as well. Um, Unfortunately, you know, when we come to balances and checks here, I think there is way more wrong with this than there is right. What they do get right, they get very, very right. And what they get wrong is just fucking putrid. Um, (laughs) This film is absolutely abysmal on so many levels and really, really good on others. It's a very strange fish. (coughs) Very, very strange. Um, I mean, first and foremost for me, um, the first thing I've written is that actually getting hold of this and renting it was a bit of a fucking faff, to be honest. 
um, because there are multiple versions of this available, as we've just said. Yeah. They've all got different cover art. They're yeah. different run times, which Mark has now explained. So I just kind of picked one. I picked the yeah. one in the middle. Um, and then also, this now has fallen foul of, and it's not just this. This is happened with a few eBooks I've bought this month, including Mark's. Um, Amazon will now not allow you to directly buy things through their apps. So yeah. even though I wanted to watch this on my fucking TV, which has the Amazon app, I had to go to a computer, load the Amazon website, buy this, then go back to my TV and then watch it. I no, could not I, just I click did it on buy. my phone. I did it through my phone. It was fine through the app. Now, oh, see, I just watch everything on my laptop. So Yeah, I couldn't do it through my phone on the app. I could do it through a yeah. website on my phone, but I hate using fucking websites on my phone because they're tiny and yeah. formatted incorrectly. Uh, so, yeah, no, it, it worked all right because I, I I normally have the same problem, especially when it's um like when stuff's on Prime, and so you can just click it to play it. It's all it's fine. But when it's, when you've got to buy it, it's not. Like, how do I watch it? And you got to click through the yes. bloody menu and all that. Yeah, for whatever reason, I could just buy it. It was fine. I fucking couldn't. So it was it was a faff. It took me about half an hour to get the thing bought. Then the faff continued because I, as my notes start, um, it, as the film starts, as, as we mentioned, it is Japanese. You get. You get pretext, yeah. You get a screen full of text set yeah. in the backstory for you. And I've written, um, this is a hell of a lot of fucking text with no subtitles. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? D- did you forget to turn the subtitles on? Well, first of all, I thought maybe I'd bought the wrong version. <laughs> and because I, because the descriptions of them don't say what versions they are. And yeah, I'm like, right, true. either either there's, there's just no subtitles for this bit, or I've bought the wrong version. Um... <laughs> So then I just, I soldiered on, <laughs> dove into the film and, and we get that opening action scene and I've written here, like it, you know, the the action scene and, and all of this, in fact, right, looks like shit. This mm. film looks like shit, right? Now there's reasons for that, obviously, but it does yeah. look like shit. However, it is beautifully composed and shot. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, the compositions mm. are gorgeous. The choreography is excellent, but yeah. by God, it looks bad. Like It does. It, it looks like a student film. You know, we mentioned yes. that with Beaster Bunny, and this feels the same. Um, so so that was my first note on it. Well, my, um, my first note actually came before that, and I think I sent it to you both, um, because the production company was Napalm Films, and yes. you know you're in for a treat when it's, you know, that, that, that's the uh, the level of subtlety they've gone for with their, their production company name. Yeah, yeah. But no, no this yeah. opening action sequence, I, like, I was in. It looked like shit. Yeah. I can give it a pass on that, you know, it... Thankfully, it's the right side of looking like shit. It's very flatly lit, but it is yeah. overlit. So skylines are blown out and stuff like that, but you can always see what's going on. If it had been the other way around, mm. I would have had a huge problem. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that it's just flat, you just go, all right, it looks like a pile of shit, but but whatever. Yeah. Um, but the action yeah. scenes, you know, they are very well choreographed. This opening action scene is very kinetic. They've got a clear understanding of the line of action as well, which always mm. impresses me. And you would be surprised how many even very high-budget films cannot get something as simple as the line of action correct and that will really fuck high energy action sequences because people don't know what the hell is going on yeah if you don't follow the line of action so they get that correct um so early notes then i've got all of that i approve and then instantly yuck what the fuck is up with the early 2000 cg titles they look like they're done in publisher um <laughs> yeah, they were, right? it, but again you kind of cut it some slack um and, and then, like, I'm clearly in at this point because I've written, I fucking love how low budget this is. No mm. locations? Fuck it. We'll just write a story and shoot in the woods. We are always in the woods because that's where we are because we haven't got any money. Yeah, I love free. that. Yeah, I take my, my hat off to that, okay? Yeah. 
But then I've carried on to go, however, I do not know what the fuck is going on. Why are they all speaking in Japanese without any <laughs> subtitles? <laughs> so I'm very, very confused. I stopped, yeah. missed about I mean, the first five minutes, fucked around and then realized that, yes, Mark, I did have the subtitles turned off. To be I fair, I, I only noticed it because I, I pressed play and then paused it to take a picture of the um, the production company. And when I was about to press play, I saw the bit which said subtitles off. Otherwise, I wouldn't have thought of it because I, I would assume they're going to be on because I, I'm in an English right. language. No, yes. It's an English language uh, app I've bought it through. Um, no, that's my platform. Therefore, yes. it's going to have subtitles on by default. Yes, or, or at least be dubbed by default. And I yeah. would have to go in, which I would by preference, then go in, turn the dub off and put the subtitles on. Yeah. But just playing it without subtitles is fucking madness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, kind of the first five minutes, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was just looking at it. And as it turns out, that's probably the best way to enjoy the rest of the film, to say, be honest. To, to be fair, the, the first hour I was kind of like that with the subtitles on. Well, oh, yeah. No, but... to, no, to be fair, there's some amazing lines in there because I wrote them down because they made me laugh out loud. I mean, amazing is not the word I would use no. to describe it, them, but there are some very funny lines. Yeah. <laughs> just, just fucking loved it. They knew what they were going for and they went for it. So anyway, I turned the subtitles on and span back. Um, and now everything starts to make sense. So we, the, the bit at the front tells us about the Forest of Restoration yeah. and all of that. Right, got yeah, it. The, now I understand what that shit. opening battle is supposed to be and I understand why we're in a forest. Yeah. So I'm okay, right? I'm, 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 I'm on board now. I understand what's going on. Um, however, and there's no way I can say this without sounding racist. And I don't want to sound racist because I'm not, but I'm just going to... I speak as I find and I'm just going to say it here now. The opening battle and then the cut to the prisoners escaping and every time we cut back to kind of 100 or 1,000 years ago or whatever it was later on as well, they do not do well to signpost that these are the same people because no <laughs> oh i thought they that all look very fucking similar i'm sorry but they do all right they, and and that's not a racist thing that is the actors that you've cast i find them quite difficult to differentiate between who's who in the past and who's who in the present other yes. than crazy japanese nicolas cage who always wears outlandish outfits and gives yes. a bonkers performance yeah we'll get on to him later on as well oh we but certainly will because he's the best fucking thing about this <laughs> film i i, 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 I can i preface that though. he's he's the best and the worst thing in it no he's the best sorry <laughs> i want to i want to put a pin in this because one of the things that i really loved about this film that i wasn't sure how well it would fly is i i make no secret about the fact that i have been getting hardcore into my asian cinema i've always loved Japanese action films and Japanese horror mm -hmm. and then obviously with lockdown I got super into then the Chinese and Korean as well so one of the things about this film that I really loved and that I was finding absolutely hysterical is that the amount of like tropes and particularly in like the context of how the Asian market tells stories versus the Western market tells stories the way that they signpost the characters through the costume and the hair and everything is like so fucking on the money that I didn't struggle at all to tell who was meant to be who when we were jumping between the different time periods because there's there's like the way that the cool guy always dresses and there's the way that the crazy guy always dresses and that was consistent throughout but you'll only get the consistencies if you're familiar with Japanese cinema if you're not familiar with Japanese cinema then I can see it just being like well, they're all dressed in black, so like, what the fuck ever. But they actually, 
they are so stereotypically dressed that I thought it was hysterically funny. Like, that was another one and of my notes, is I was just like, oh, I can call who all of these characters are just by how they're dressed. And that's the complete opposite to how I felt about it. Now, I do actually also um, have a fondness for, for Japanese cinema, uh, and especially, um, like you said, all of the Korean stuff as well. I'm a big fan of Asia Extreme in general as well. Yeah. It surprised me um, that this is the first time I'm watching this and I hadn't even heard about it. I'm very surprised because this is in my wheelhouse. And you've touched on something that I think we probably will talk about a lot as we go through this. Um, and, you know, Japanese storytelling in particular is very different to ours. It is much more long form. And mm-hmm. so I'm I'm okay with that. And it is much more character driven. And you're right, there are a lot more visual cues generally in Japanese cinema. But here, just jumping between the time periods, I... I just got very confused. And and I think part of it is just because our hero is so bland and generic. And, you know, even when he's in modern day, he's just wearing basic early 2000s action film leather trench coat. Well, I mean, even before that, the first time you see him in present day, you've got him and Carbon Copy next door. They've got the same haircut. They they, they do look, they have a very, sim- they have very similar features. Yeah. And they're both wearing jumpsuits saying Lawbreaker on them. Yeah, exactly. And, and like I said, I don't want to sound racist. I don't mean that and in that they've all got the same skin tone and things like that i mean that they're all dressed the same they all have the same hair apart from like and it's my next note actually i've got because they well actually no it's it's two notes after this so i'll I'll come on to it when when we meet the yakuza later on but there are two or three members of the yakuza clan that all look um that all look very different and then when we flash back to the time periods you can still identify them and yes you're right helen that is cued through makeup and through costume but it's not done for our hero and our villain, who are the most important people in the piece. They, It is very difficult to tie those back together, even though, like, you've got to be, like, completely cinema illiterate to not realise that that's what's going on in the story. Don't get me wrong, I had that pegged instantly when we flashed forward and they talked yeah. about the Forest of Resurrection. It is obvious where this story's going. But those visual cues really need to be stronger. Uh, and in particular... There's a lot in the narrative that needs to be stronger there to actually get me invested in this story. But I have a feeling that both Mark and I are going to pull that to shreds as we work our way through. So we'll move on from that now. Um, But yeah, I'll just put my flag in the sand as well before I start ripping it apart and say that, yes, Helen, I do appreciate um, Japanese cinema and I am on board with those elements of it. But this is not a good example. That's the problem. Like, no, don't get me wrong. I understand what you're saying because I freely admit when I started watching The Untamed, I fucking shit a brick at the main, the first sort of main scene that happened because it was like somebody sat in a room and he was surrounded by like 20 people who were dressed fucking identically with identical hair and everything. And I thought, fuck, I normally identify characters by hair and costume. If they're all the same, then this is going to be really tricky for me to follow who the fuck is who, <coughs> because I'm also not used to Chinese naming conventions. Mm. Yeah. Luckily, that was resolved because everyone was colour-coded, but there was a moment where I literally thought, fuck, I'm <coughs> watching it. Yeah, uh, yeah. so it, it just annoyed me more than anything, but it, it really did need better signposting, particularly because of the way this story is told. Mm. um but you know let, let's let's move back through it one of the one of the next things i've picked up on or the very next thing i've picked up on is yeah we we get introduced to the prisoners mm. and our hero just has a random hand um yeah. and i've just written <laughs> i fucking love that he has a random hand please do not elaborate on this at any yeah. point in this story let's just leave that throw away now they do elaborate on it later on but i actually think they do a very good job of it and they do throw it away but i was kind of hoping that it was just like a random detail of to let us piece that together like there's been a horrendously violent escape this is a low budget film so they can't show it to us yeah but he's just got this random dude's hand 
Yeah, um, I thought that was fucking great. Yeah, and um, then there are a few bits of that, especially in so this 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 next sequence where we're introduced to the accuser and we're introduced to the girl and stuff. There's lots of stuff where they do allude that they allude to him. Yes, we don't know who he is, who he is, why he's no, yeah. what he's coming for, what's going on. There's lots of stuff that where they, you think, well, okay, you're setting something up. I appreciate that. But then I got to a point where I said that that sequence doesn't end until eighteen minutes in, and I'm still none the fucking wise as to what's going on. Yeah, there is a there is very much um, an approach to the storytelling that, that you do get in Japanese storytelling, where there is you do get the puzzle box thing quite a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And you do get a lot of character driven narrative, and just because of the way they write, and I mean physically write, um, you do get a lot of stuff to us which appears ass backwards in a narrative, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's just because the way that, that you know that comic pages are laid out essentially is what it yeah. comes down to it's the way a page of manga is laid out all right you do get this this slightly different way to our westernized basic nine panel grid uh going top left to bottom right okay and that translates through so you, you kind of get used to that but it is egregious here it's really really bad this constant reference to him as you say mark him 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 and you're going who the fuck is yeah. him this is clearly an important character and if this is the guy that we've met right at the start, which turns out it is. Yeah, the dude with right? the staff and all the rest then of Then again, yeah. that needs to be signposted to us now, not in an hour's time. Because yeah. otherwise, when we do meet that guy, we're just like, who the fuck is this guy and well, why it, do I care? Yeah, because like, at this point, you haven't just seen him. So the fact he's, no, he's, we're, we're a thousand years in the future or 500 years, wherever it is. And so now he looks completely different. He's dressed, you know, he's dressed contemporary, uh, contemporaneously and stuff like that. It doesn't translate. It's the same guy. You've got to get back into that mindset. Hang on, where, where the fuck have I seen him before? Yeah. And it, it, it's, I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that there's fuck all going on anyway, I would have found it quite distracting. Yeah. And then, yeah, the Yakuza essentially show up out of nowhere again because we don't know what these guys have been in jail for or why they've yeah. escaped. Again, and, and again, this is all stuff that's inexcusable. Like, yeah. this is really basic stuff you need to front load for us. And if you want us to connect with any of these characters, we have to understand. And you could have done it all in that block of text at the start if you wanted. Just like, why is he in prison? Or just have a throwaway line between the two of them when they're running down the hill. Like, well, you know, that's the last time I'm ever going to smuggle drugs or whatever it's going to be. Just let us know why he was in prison, who he is, why he's connected to the Yakuza, and what the fuck any of these people want. Because even when the film finished... I still don't know what any of these motherfuckers want. It's just literally like 20 or 30 people beating the shit out of each other for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so if the you're going well, this, this is where one of the key differences, I think, is coming in, is I didn't give a shit about any of this. I was just like, right, he's an escape prisoner. Everything else is a MacGuffin. He just needs to be in the woods, and we just need to know that he's, he's badass enough that he was in jail. And, for be, and obviously, he's badass enough and in jail for doing things dangerous enough that he has sliced somebody's hand off so that he can make his escape, which tells us that, you know, he is he is willing to do what it takes to win. And now he's in the situation where he is, and go. Like, just, you know, like, it just... I but love the it. problem like, is... This is, this is motivation, is, go. Yeah, the, the problem is, like, I'm, like I say, I'm on board with all the character info with the hand and stuff. The problem is, Helen, there isn't actually a MacGuffin at any point. There's nothing. No. There is no MacGuffin. They're not after anything. Nobody has any agency in this at all. The mm. hero doesn't give a shit. He actually punches the heroine in the face multiple times. I know. Like, he's despicable, <laughs> like, if anything. If you feel anything for him, because he's fucking bland as hell. If anything, you're just kind of going, I actually want the other dude to just fucking take him out because he's a yeah. wanker. Um, yeah. So, like, it, it, 
it's there's no story. I don't know what I spent two hours watching. I really well, don't. I may well, as well have watched two hours of somebody playing fucking Mortal Kombat. Well, well, this is it. And like, I, I'm not into fight films anyway. I never have been. I'm not interested in in, in combat and stuff like that. Um, not really a massive. No, zombies have kind of been and gone, and the, there are a million examples that have been done so many so much better than this that I just didn't give a fuck. So the you know, got to that got to this point where we had the whole you know, the accuser thing. They introduced the girl again. Who the fuck's the girl? Where's the girl come from? Exactly. What and, is and she? And if anything, to the story? she is the one out of all of them that we have to understand immediately. Yeah, because we need to you know don't what even... the point of her is. Yeah, because you don't even really see her at the start. Yeah. So we have to understand that she's a key to it all as well because we're blood and stuff. Hmm. So she's the one we have to know about, Yeah, right? But then, she... So instead of that, they get her out of a car. She gets punched in the face. Somebody tries to shoot her. We get some zombie shit, which I'll come back to in a second. And then we get 59 minutes before we get even the semblance of a story, which is, well, why me? Because it's your destiny. Oh, fuck off. That was the explanation we got. Yeah, it's I mean, I have it's your actually... destiny. And you can get, get to I have fuck. actually written... When we get there, I think it's on about my fourth page of notes, but I've triple underlined and written in caps. She's his density. <laughs> <laughs> because I couldn't resist. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... No, because no. like in this opening scene as well, you're skipping over one of my favourite moments in the film, which is when he goes and saves her for no reason and kills the guy. Yeah. Fun side fact, the reason that first accuser dies wasn't because it was in the script it's because the director found him annoying and wouldn't him off the set <laughs> yeah yeah i read that as well yeah um, but actually we, we've skipped over like two Quite of my favorite two of my favorite things of the whole film right and i'm going to give this to you um in my stream of conscious as i wrote it because as i was writing it i was getting i realized i was getting some things wrong so yeah. the, all the yakuza show up um they're in a car except for one guy who's leading the way on a bike and i've written oh my fucking god it's the japanese nick cage i'm in <laughs> But it turns out, no, he's not the Japanese Nick Cage. No. If anything, this guy riding a bike with a leather jacket on is maybe the Japanese Keanu Reeves because his whole character is that he's quite laid back and cool. No, no, no. The Japanese Nick Cage gets out of the car in a multicolored Joker suit and just chews the fucking scenery to bits. Is he it, is, is amazing just, and I love him. Is it just like, me or does he look like he's about to come every time he's on camera? Yes, and I love him for it. He is absolutely like, I, I get the impression that this guy has literally just watched every Nicolas Cage movie in existence and just gone, that's how to act. That is what I'm going to do. Because he literally is just giving Japanese Nick Cage. Like he is permanently on all the time and he is permanently given a thousand percent. And I love him for it. He's absolutely brilliant. I also think he's played a lot of the Yakuza games because there is a character in the Yakuza games who is very integral to the entire thing. Who is that character? I really do need to play those games because he is yeah, the do. best thing about this film. He is he is its saviour for me. Like every time he's on screen, especially at the end where he goes really off the fucking reservation. Well, he after goes fucking he's feral for some reason. Nobody yeah. else does, but he goes feral. So good. This guy is incredible. Oh, I, I'm going to say, I loved all the characters in this. Just uniform across the board. I loved all of them because they were all tropey as hell. And they were all so stereotypical. What I would expect from like a TV show or comic or a computer game or anything like that. Computer games, I know I keep coming back to it. But you have got Hideo Kojima in this as well. So like, let's just lean into it. Yeah. Um, but there's also, in that first scene, where the Yakuza say to him, why did you save the girl? His answer is, because I'm a feminist. Yes. Yeah, I mean... Like, I, I'm not going to lie, from that moment I've got on, it here, laughing my fucking ass off. Yeah, yeah. That, that I, is I'm, a fem- I'm a feminist. In three seconds, I'm going to punch her in the face. 
The problem oh, is annoying yes. me. Yeah, like it's an amazing line, but the problem is it is delivered without any hint of irony at all. Like that's mm. that's played that's played for earnestly and it's delivered earnestly and it comes over earnestly and then as you rightly well, said, I Mark, it's. I, I wouldn't have used the word earnest. It, oh, he, that's as earnest as this no. guy gets. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, that's the point. Is he? He just. He's just over the entire thing. Yeah. From the beginning. Um, I don't know about that. I, I just don't think he's ever in the thing from the beginning. No. Um, but yeah, he delivers the line "I'm a feminist" and then proceeds to punch her in the face um, repeatedly. Yeah. Um, Not straight away. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's basically because he doesn't want to turn around and tell her to step back and she does actually they, there is that nice moment the third time that he goes to do it she ducks and she just gives him a look as she walks away yeah so but but everything goes south in this meeting as you would expect for reasons that we don't know yeah at all there's just they want this dude for some reason for some guy and they've also got a woman who we don't know and haven't met but she's yeah. there too and they all want to punch each other and also now there's zombies um and, and yeah. that's and, and like part of this i i'm still thinking at this point right because you're right mark this is a very lengthy scene as well and we're having to read subtitles and i'm making notes right so part of this as well was me going maybe i should stop making notes here and read the subtitles because i must have missed something like mm-hmm. i must have missed something so i wound it back and watched it again yep no I haven't missed anything. They just haven't given us any of this information right. at all. And that all. happens all the way through the fucking film as well. It does. Yeah. Um, all hell breaks loose. Zombies start rising up. Yeah. Um, and look, it's cool. I'm always down for zombies and I'm always down for, for ultraviolence and I'm always down for, for some good old fisticuffs. I do happen, as discussed in our Mortal Kombat episode, I do happen to really like martial arts and fighting films. But the problem is none of this is really effective because it's played for as a kind of jump scare initially. Mm. But we've already seen the zombies pre-credits, so yeah. we know they exist and we know they're a thing. If they hadn't shown them to us then, then all of a sudden this would be, oh, fucking hell, there's zombies. Yeah. Amazing. But we know they're coming. So the second the guy gets shot, he's just like, all oh, right, he's going to come back as a zombie. And then, the other thing he? I didn't get with that, right, because we've, we've had the zombies pre-credits and he just does a bit of slashy-slashy and they all fall over. Yep. Fine, I'm, I'm on board with that. That's fine. It look, it's stylized as fuck. It looks, it's really funny because of the timing. I have no problem with that. One slash of a sword and you kill them. Mm-hmm. Flash forward 500 years, you empty fucking clips into the bastards and they don't fall over. Now, since when do you not shoot the cunt in the head? Yeah, there is there is a definite problem with their world building in this. There are multiple times they break their own rules. They never yeah. really establish them, but they just seem to make yeah. it up as they go yeah. along. Um, that's hugely problematic. I know for you, Mark, that is yeah. bound to drive you mental. I'm better off at, at I'm, I'm better at just kind of skirting past that stuff and using suspension of disbelief. But even I can't do it in this film because it's so inconsistent. However, yeah. at this point, but aside from the fact this doesn't really work because we've already seen the zombies, hmm. like I am having a blast at this time. I've just written whatever you do, don't kill fucking Nick Cage, or I'm turning this off. And then I've written go Nick, go kill every motherfucker. <laughs> um, and then I've written. I'm not entirely sure what the fuck is going on here, but I absolutely fucking love this. What because you, at this point, I do, right? We're some yeah. 20 minutes in, and I'm having a fucking great time. Well, I, I don't know... Accused of Charlie's Angels by this Yes, you have. Well, I've, written, yeah. I've written that down as well. Um, yes. The, the, uh, there's a couple of instances of that, but so the first time where they just, the audience get into that, no, that, that, ridiculous, uh, that ridiculous pose position, and they start shooting. But the other thing I didn't get, right? And Okay, we've got zombies and shit going on around him. We, we've already now established there are zombies. Why would you execute one of your one of your prisoners and well, make yes. another fucking zombie? Yes. 
Was it just is, so they can kick the shit out of him? There is very little that makes actual sense. But at, well, but yeah. at this point, I am I am going with it. I am going like, as I say, I'm still going like, oh, maybe they'll reveal all this shortly. I don't know what the fuck's going yeah. on at the moment, but I'm having fun. And it's only been 20 minutes, so I'm I'm going to... I'm going to ride this out, but this, then this was about the point where I'm thinking, right, we're only twenty odd minutes in. There's another hour and forty. Are they actually going to tell a fucking story at any point? Yeah, and this is probably the difference between the two of us, Mark, because you're thinking that from a negative standpoint at this point, and I'm still giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm still going like, well, you know, it, it looks good and it's funny, and I'm having a good time with this. So I'll give this an hour and forty minutes. They can still tell me a story. They've just they've wrong footed it to begin with, but they can mm. still tell me a story, so it'll be fine. Um, Meanwhile, I'm in full-on Far Cry mode, which is I don't give a shit about story. I'm just here for a good time. Yeah, I'm always here for story first. That's the thing. I yeah. can't have a good time if there isn't a good story, or at least a basic story, right? It, it, look, some of the stuff we've watched has got a fucking terrible story, but they've got the basics right and at least told a terrible story well. Hmm. See Mortal Kombat. Again, the story in that is absolute horseshit, but it does make sense. That's the thing. Like, yeah, is it good? No, it's fucking terrible. Mario the same. Is the story of Mario good? No, it's fucking abysmal. But, but it makes it's sense. A story. Yeah, and it tells a linear story. Yeah, or even if you wanted to tell it in a non-linear fashion, yeah, I'd be I'm fine as long as as long as it all makes sense. Whereas this, it there is just no fucking story. You know, I compared it to a student film earlier. Mm. And I know it's not, because I know there's some money behind it and stuff. Not right. A but great it, deal. it it feels like a, just a bunch of mates in the woods making a fucking first zombie film. That's yeah. what I'm it not gonna lie. Like. I was getting, I was getting really nostalgic for Man versus Gorilla when I was watching yeah. it. Yeah, right. And I mean, I, yeah, I, I got an element of nostalgia as well for all of this shit running around the, in the woods, particularly later on when it's revealed that there's vampires as well. Because the first film I ever made when I was about fourteen or fifteen years old was called Bloodlust and was about vampires and was set in the woods behind my house because that's where I had. So I had me and a bunch of mates running around with a load of fucking fake blood. Kicking the sh- like actually fighting because you can't <laughs> stunt men and stuff. So I actually had my mates kicking the shit out of each other, like with horrendous dialogue. It was a terrible story, <laughs> right? And I shot it on fucking VHS. But you know that was me as a kid. This has got some money behind it and has professionals involved. Like, and yeah. this feels well, I mean, just like that. I, I don't know how much money they had behind it because the shoot was scheduled for three weeks and it took seven months because they ran out of money a few times. Well, there you go. I mean, it is clearly low budget, but it's also clearly yeah. got a budget, is the thing. Like, it's shot on 35 mil for a start. That ain't mm. cheap. If you got no yeah. money, you aren't shooting on 35 mil. You're going to go on 16 at the, you know, if you don't even go, it's this 2000s. You could have gone digital yeah. if you wanted. But yeah. so, so there's certainly some money involved. Um, I mean, that's the other thing that really annoys me. And I've actually written it in my next note, and we've spoken about it already as well. So I'm not going to hammer it on too much, but. It's just such a shame as well that they can't get the basics right. And I don't just mean the basics of storytelling. I just mean like even if you're in the woods and you want to use natural light, and especially if you're shooting on film, like you have to think about how that light's going to appear on your screen. So if you're pointing low angle shots up at the sky and you're overexposed and your sky is blown out, then it's going to look like shit. So either frame differently or start using reflectors yeah, and drop down a bit so you're not blowing the sky out. But you can't just point up and hope for the best. Mm. Every time you see the sky, it is completely blown out. And it's yeah. really bad because then it just gives you this horrible murky white palette. And it's such a shame because otherwise their compositions are absolutely stunning. There are some beautiful shots in this film. Like there are shots... You know, but talking about that and like the sky and shooting in a forest and lighting it, 
One of the things I was getting flashbacks to, especially later on where the other team turn up and they're posing on top of cliffs, was fucking Twilight. There were shots in there that I was just like, Twilight has lifted straight from this film. Oh, completely. And yeah. the way that Twi- Twilight had a much bigger budget, but it ended up, like, in terms of just, like, the flatness of the colour, looking the same. And, I mean, I'll be honest, I'd much rather watch this than Twilight, so... Hard disagree. I'll watch Twilight oh, no. every time no. over this. Hard, no. hard disagree. No. <laughs> and I'm no, I'm no particular fan of Twilight. <laughs> They're going to be wrong. I thought it was okay, actually, when, when I had to watch it for the other show, but I'm not exactly a big fan. It, it, it's certainly better than this. And and in terms of, yes, there are some flatly lit shots in there, but again, with Twilight, yes, it's flatly lit, but yes, they it was also a low-budget film. They shot day for night, clearly, and they've queued that up with a blue rinse filter as well. So it all makes sense to us visually, and there is at least some element of depth to those shots. It's gone through a grading process, for one. This is just, look, if you're shooting on 35 mil, you need a camera operator and a dop that knows what they're doing. And they simply don't have what you can't just rock up outside with film and expect it to look okay. You can't. You're going to need reflectors. You might need some gels even as well. Yeah, and you might need to be looking at, at what you're putting over over the front of your camera. You might look at, you might even need, I mean, we've had generators in for external shoots before now simply because we need them. Because we need mm. to get a light in, you know, and we fuck. Never mind low budget. We shoot on no budget. Yeah, yeah. So it, there's all of these things, and I'm sorry, but they're inexcusable. Like because they just don't. <laughs> they are so distracting. They are so 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 distracting. Like I say, it's better at least that you can see what's going on. It, it would be mm. far worse if it was too dark. I mean, at least yeah. the shots are usable, but it does show the film up as being really, really amateurish, unfortunately. And it's such a shame, as I say, because the compositions are stunning. But there's also a lot of shit that's out of focus as well, really mm. badly out of focus. Yeah. And, you know, if it was one or two shots, you could argue that they intentionally wanted to be soft focus, but no, like, you know, these camera operators do not know what they're doing. They absolutely have no idea. And that's a shame. Um, I, um, again, I suspect it's it's probably a case of an inexperienced camera operator and probably no monitors because they're outside yeah. and they're clearly like they're not even yeah. running lights. Yeah. So, you know, the, the first time anybody saw this was when they got to see dailies, probably. So it, it it's a shame. Mm. Um, <laughs> but to get back to the story uh, and the film in inverted commas, right? This is very quickly after I've just written, I fucking love this. They've snatched me straight back out of it. And, and this is more a you thing than a me thing, Mark, but I couldn't help it. Like, after he's punched her out and they traipse into the woods, mm. how the fuck do you not notice the two crucified people until you <laughs> are my stood next, that's right my next, next note as well. to them? How like, do you not, my next note how do you not notice that people strung up in a fucking tree with barbed wire? How do you, how do you miss them from, like, 100 yards? Like, they, they stood right next yeah. to them before they go, ooh. And, and then on top of that, right, they're strung up in a tree with barbed wire. You've just seen zombies. Why did you cut one down and try and nick his fucking clothes? Oh, yeah. no, I was down for that. I was just like, yes, yeah, steal those shreds. You can't fight zombies without a leather jacket. <laughs> jacket, I mean, yes, but I mean, the rest of it, he didn't fucking need to, did he? I, I will say this. I don't think they thought about this at all. He's only wearing the leather jacket because somebody saw The Matrix. Yeah. All right? That is that oh, yeah. is it. And, it. and it's the early 2000s, so it's cool. But there is an argument to be made for the thought process that goes... That's leather. A zombie's going to have a hard time biting through it because leather's tough. Right? By its yeah, nature, it's yeah. it's high. And, and, and that is fine until we get to the next bit where the zombies have fucking guns. Well, there's that. Um, <laughs> but, 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 I mean, before we even get there, when he's tooling up, 
Like, I love a good tooling up sequence, mm. but this is one of the worst I've ever seen, to the point where he flat out clocks the camera, looks down at his gun, and loads it. You might as well have him say, look, I have a gun. I'm going to shoot things now. It's fucking awful. And again, very, very amateurish. Yeah. Um, it, terrible. I, I don't, loved it. I don't know how that makes it into any film. That is terrible. Like, it's because they I'm did. Glad it's did because, because I loved it. It's because every time he they did they did that shot, he did it, so they didn't have any different coverage. It might be that, but the fact that he flat out stares straight down yeah. the barrel of the camera as well, yeah. it's like really. Yeah. And it's so annoying, as I say, when you get some of those beautiful off kilter Dutch tilts and everything, and the action sequences are so nicely done, and you get stupid shit like this, you know. Um, yeah. The only other thing I did notice as well with the outfit change when he puts it on first and you first see him. It's about ten sizes too big because it's the one they've just taken off the uh, the body in the tree, and next time you see him, it's really fitted and really tight and really flowing. It's quite funny. Again, I mean, they've I gone to the think... trouble of buying two fucking coats. Yeah, I, I don't think they're too <laughs> bothered about small details, Mark. If I'm no. being perfectly honest, no. Um, Never but... let things like that get in the way. I would say a good story, but I'm just going to say a good time um, because they are all having a good time in this. I'm glad somebody is. I, I see. I, I don't know if they all are even having a good time because that lead is bored as fuck. Oh, absolutely. I, he's I, either bored as fuck or genuinely the worst actor that's ever walked the face of the planet. He's, yeah, he's one of the two. Was, that's, that, yeah, I was say, he that's wasn't hired for his acting skills, remember? No, very true. <laughs> very true. Um, I mean, still though, there are there are a lot of pretty boys out there who can't act and they're all better than this guy. So that does make him absolutely the worst actor on the planet if that's the case. Um, no, like I getting mean, a role in a film because you beat up the director in a street fight is quite good. Yeah, I mean, admittedly, admittedly, he hasn't got a lot to work with either. But still, he's fucking, he's just the most boring hero I think I've ever come across. Yeah. Um, so oh, he's not a hero though. That's the thing. You, that's the thing you've got to bear in mind. Is he's don't not a hero. don't tell me he's an anti-hero because he's not. Because he's not it, an anti-hero either. But he's not a hero. Well, what the, the fuck whole... is he then? <laughs> He's an oxygen well, thief. Right. So, <laughs> he is an oxygen thief, yeah. He's well, not the villain. Yeah, but, he's but not you know, a hero. Is, he's not an anti-hero. No, because it, the point is, is it switches between who's the hero and who's the villain. No, it would like to, get... but it doesn't because we don't know anything well, no, about either of those it's... these characters or what they want. So we don't actually know yes, we only find who's that got right the moral the, high it, ground. Yeah, we only find that right at the end when they cut forward another fucking hundred years. I, I think that's yeah. how long I've been watching the fucking film for. Yeah. Yeah, but then, but then, you know what I was saying about like the differences in like Asian narratives and Western narratives. Like the thing is, is because like a lot of the, so we get like the classic hero's journey and stuff, and you've got start and you've got finish, and you've got your mortal lifespan, and then it's over, and you either go to heaven or to hell or to purgatory or whatever because you know you need to do something. But that's that's not how it works in Asia because you've got the cycles of reincarnation, and you also have to take. Um, I always want to call it the waters of Leith, but that's because I'm thinking of like the the Greek thing. But you drink the you drink the waters to erase your memories of your previous life, and then you cross over the bridge, and then you go on to your next reincarnation, and it's determined by like your life. So a lot of the because there's the Korean TV show that's out as well that's got a similar thing where there's two sides, and the person that's the villain ends up being the hero, and the person that's the hero ends up being the villain. Is the whole point is it's like this never ending cycle. So the two of them. He's not the hero. He's just the opposing force. There's, there are two opposing forces. There's not necessarily he's good and he's bad. It's just in this incarnation, mm. this guy's on one side and this guy's on the other. But the next time round, 
that could afflict. And, and that's, that's fine, but, but we're about 45 minutes away from learning any of that at the moment. Yeah, and when we do learn it, none of it makes any sense or is explained. And Correct. if they are on opposing sides even, even when you look at you look at some of the best films that deal in areas of grey then, right? Look at something like The Departed, right? That, that's the obvious place to go with this, that deals in, in severe, murky areas of grey, all right? Interesting you say that, because... Are we talking The Departed or are we talking the original Hong Kong Infernal Affairs? That you can use on? both. You can use both, in fact, all right? When you look at that, you at least understand where each of those characters is coming from and what they want. Now, your own personal reading of that film is going to depend on which side of the coin you come down on. Like, who are you supporting? Who's the hero to you? Who's the villain to you? That's the intention. And they managed to execute that very well. This does none of that because we don't know what either of these fuckers want. So there's no hero, there's no villain, there's no point to any of this. It's just a bunch of fucking fighting. That's all it is. And it makes no sense whatsoever. And you've got this fucking just tepid fucking pretty boy thrown in the middle of it who's got nothing to work with because he doesn't know if he's supposed to be a cool-looking bad guy who punches women or like uh, he's on our hero's journey and he's going to rise to power at the end and all of a sudden manage to magically teleport himself around the line of action when they do decide they're going to completely throw it out the window at the end and he suddenly stood up on top of a cliff, but that's by the by. Um, <laughs> but all of a sudden, he's just... And, and then it flips again. You're right, it gets forward into the future and all of a sudden, he's the bad guy again. And in my head, I'm going, well, technically, I think he might have been the bad guy all along because he's a fucking arsehole. <laughs> but you've not given me any of this information, yeah. so I don't understand. And if he was the bad guy all along, why do we even care about the last two hours? Why is he even like bothering with the girl? Because he can't even remember anything. So Yeah, but, but my, point, my point is, and is that it's not so much <clears throat> he, he was the bad guy all along. It's a case of none of those, none of those roles are fixed. So it's a case of... It, it's because it's on a constant cycle so and like it's, it's more so you get this in the chinese stories because the chinese stories are much more constrained by what they can and can't say whereas japan just doesn't give a shit and just goes for it and just does whatever the fuck it wants and korea kind of does the same but it does it with a western audience in mind so like if you're looking to get into asian cinema korean cinema's the place to start because it's much more familiar and um, but it will introduce you to these sorts of concepts so that then you can jump into the other stuff and it kind of makes sense is you know i don't think it was necessarily made for a western audience and so the thing is it's like concepts like this and what well, is he the hero is he the bad guy like what does he want what is his drive <clears throat> it's not necessarily something that a japanese audience would would give two shits about they're like they're just here for a good time yeah that doesn't help the storytelling though does no. it <laughs> which yeah, is what but... this is it's no look this is this is a narrative, all right? This is a film, yeah. therefore it is a visual story. It is a narrative. It's not yeah. a fucking art piece, right? Mm. It's a film. Therefore, it needs a story. And I, I get what you're saying about sort of um, sort of Japanese culture and, and reincarnation and stuff like that and how they may look for a more kind of loosey-goosey approach to this. Yeah, but like we still have to know what the fuck these two opposing forces are fighting for because if we don't, then we can't decide at any given point Who's the good guy and who's the bad guy? Because they're just two dudes fighting. <laughs> so, yeah. so they're in both bad guys. Never, yeah. 
like don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there's a, a there's a great story here in fact i would say there's no there story is, helen there is the merest whiff of what could possibly be a story but they're expecting you to just basically implant your own story on it because of how heavily they lean into the stereotypes which is so shown by the comedic part of this which is the fbi <sighs> super detective and... they're great yeah they yeah. are phenomenal but they are yeah. Like even the music that plays is so tropey that yeah. it's a case of that it's literally it's there's no reason for them to be there. Like in terms yeah. of a story, there is no reason for them to be there. But the only reason they're there is it's more like it, this isn't this right. If if let's say, let's say this, this we're not in, we're not talking about films. We're talking about bakery items and you've gone into a bakery and you're expecting a nice cake with like decoration on top and ideally you'd want it to be like really professionally done with like fancy little swirls and like some sugar craft and all the rest of it because that's what you expect from a professionally made cake and what you've been given is is a box mix cake with some eggs and some oil a bowl and a whisk and told to have fun that's basically what this is is they've given you all the emblem the elements that you need to assemble a story but they can't be asked to put it together because they're having too much I'm not having that sequences. analogy i'm not having that analogy because <laughs> i'll still enjoy that cake because mm. it's a completely different thing if you want to give me all the elements to tell a story and tell me to have fun give then me i'll a story go and make my own like <laughs> why why do i want to see someone else's idea yeah of, of what i need to do it's just this just this film has no reason to exist that's the problem it, no. it hasn't got anything to say there's no story yeah. no. there's yeah. there's nothing this is just a bunch of people fucking fighting you may as well watch bum fights for two hours yeah well i like, this reminded me I, I can't remember if i told you about this at the time um this would have been about 2014 um i was um trying to pick up some work and i was asked to look i was asked to punch up a script for somebody who um basically wanted to make a very similar film to this it was very fight heavy zombie based and the idea was right we've written all the sequences now put a story on it and i've got to be very careful because i did sign an nda i was going to say careful (laughs) yeah um so i'm not gonna say anymore but it's a similar similar premise it's like we we know we want to do shitloads of fighting it'll look really cool because we want to we know all this fight stuff that's great but at least they realized they need they didn't know having 40 minutes of that it wasn't enough they needed to put a story together as well and that was the bit that was missing for me on this is that nobody actually went you know what you need a story as well you can't just have two hours of kicking the shit out of each other because that's boring as fuck unless you unless Completely that's agree. your particular you know that that's your particular thing that's not got mass appeal completely agree even the worst Fair. action films and especially the ones that are so bad they're good are like that because they have ludicrous stories yeah. absolutely ludicrous ridiculous stories that are absolutely terrible but they're so terrible that you'll go with them even, this doesn't right, even have that. Even if they'd said, right, because, I mean, we get to, I think we get to, like, no, 65 minutes in before they actually start doing the exposition dump. But even if they said, right, we're going to strip out some of the fight and we'll put that in the first act. Mm. And then we might not do anything with it for 45 minutes because we're just going to do a lot of fighting and shooting and stuff. Okay, at least there's something there to hang it on and to come back to. But, I mean, I've got, yeah. my, I've got my notes here. So, let's say it was 57 minutes before it's, his des- no, it's your destiny um 71 minutes before we get the exposition dump yeah it, i i made a note of that as well because because actually like to bring it back around yeah I've, I've literally written after this whole bit where i'm ragging on the gun and i've just said how much i'm loving it yeah i think i skipped about 20 minutes before i wrote a note because i was just watching all the really cool action sequences and they are really cool 
But then I've written like, okay, this is all great and I love it, but really I need more now. Hmm. What is this about? What do these people yeah. want? And, and then they bring me back around because there's that amazing scene where they're freaking out all of a sudden over all the people they've buried because they realize that they're going to rise back up as zombies and yeah. they're walking through the woods going, hang on. Yeah. And then, and then you get loads. your open graves and shit. That, no, that again. Now there's, there's really a hint nice of a story well. there. Yeah, there's, there's a hint of a story there. Like, who are these people they've buried? Why do they bring them out here? Hmm. Right? But the problem is, that's just parked and never explained. And so it leaves you with all these questions then of like, okay, hang on then. If we're to believe that these are people that have been resurrected and have knowledge of their past lives, which is why they're hunting this guy and the girl, which yeah. is what is suggested when we get to the reveal at the end, then surely they know that this is the forest of resurrection. So surely you're burying people here on purpose because they're going to come back as zombies. So don't be freaked out about yeah. it now. So, so yeah. again, it makes absolutely no sense. It really feels like they're just making this up on the spot. They've shown up in the woods with a camera and a bunch of storyboards for fight scenes and just gone, oh, yeah, what's the story going to be? Out? Oh, I fucking know. Say something. Camera's running. Well, to be fair, oh. I was going to ask if you two want to do that on the weekend. <laughs> what, just show up in the woods <laughs> yeah. and set the camera running? Yeah. yeah. Why the fuck not? Can't be any worse than Is, this shit. Isn't that also called dogging? Um. <laughs> Only if there are very particular activities going on. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, that would be better than this. Um so oh, and difference. then I've, I've I've expanded on that further because it, it descends into chaos again very quickly. Mm. And we've already talked about this, but I've said, look, we need some fucking rules here now. You know, yeah. if these zombies are shamblers, which they were initially, then they can't be firing guns. Yeah. Right. And if they're firing guns and running around and pulling triggers and all of that stuff, then they can't be shamblers. Like, or, and if you've got both existing, then we need to know why. Yeah. Like, is, is it due to the amount of time they've been dead? Is it like, whatever. But I need to know the rules of this. Yeah. Because again, otherwise you're just making shit up and throwing <clears> it at <throat> me. Yeah. And that's just bollocks. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, that, that, that really rubbed me the wrong way, especially because I said, no, they've, they, they haven't explained their world. So, no, if, if, if that's how their undead work, that's fine. But that needs, no, that, that needs to be consistent. And then yes. all of a sudden you've got them rappelling down from trees and they've got you know they're carrying machine guns and shotguns and they you know they're very spry and they can fight all of a sudden. Hang on, what the fuck? Where did and that I'm come 100% from? I'm a 100% fine with that as you say Mark if that's consistent. No. I'm actually 100% okay with that even if you don't explain why the zombies are able to fire guns as yeah. long as they can all yes. fire the guns. If they all and that's can, what these yeah. things are. Yeah, if we've had that from you the know? start fine. I'm on board with that because you no know, they're all armed with the fucking teeth anyway. Although to be fair if 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 you're any sort of gangster, be accuser or, or or other variety, who buries somebody with a gun, especially a fucking loaded one? I mean, maybe just in case they wake up. I don't know. But if they wake up, they're going to be pissed that you've buried them. And they're going to come and fucking shoot you. Or they're going to be scared that they're buried alive, can't get out and shoot themselves. I don't think they're that bright in this film. Um, nobody's that bright in this film. Um, yeah, but then did, uh, we, we've touched on something actually before we um, move on because I, I I'm going to lose my joke on this. Um, but the. The whole thing with the FBI guy turning up, right? I was trained by the FBI, and I grew up in fucking Yellowstone Park with Yogi Bear or whatever the fuck he said. I wrote down, this dude's dead in 10 minutes. And then the next yeah. note I wrote was, okay, well, he's not dead 12 minutes later because he's been off fucking screen. Yeah. After I, They introduced him, and it's like, okay, well, now he's disappeared again. After Nick Cage, these guys are the best thing in the film. Oh, right? yeah, completely. They're very, very funny. You, you clearly understand who they are straight away, and they are the only ones who have a consistent story. I know what these guys want. I know yeah. what their mission is. I know what they're trying to achieve, and I know who's getting in the way of that. Mm. that Although even they then sense. go fucking... No, they, they then go a bit fucking batshit crazy with the whole I'm a fighter thing. and 
yeah but that's in their character by that yeah. point so they, they just have levels of escalating absurdity and and particularly in the dialogue that that the main guys throwing out I, they're very very good they're very they well are, handled they, they are well handled they are funny the problem i had with them again is that because it's so off kilter with everything else that's going on in this film it stands out by how much it fucking doesn't fit yeah it does stand out but i've also i do give them a pass on that because the rest of this film is just so fucking mental and disjointed anyway mm, i'm just like, all right so we've got some fbi agents now have we okay fine he's also clearly lying as well um because oh, it, I, like you know he's making the stuff up but it, I, I forget which way round he gets it, but he also gets to the location of FBI headquarters wrong as well. Yeah, he says um, in uh, Langley, doesn't he? Which I can't remember which way round he gets it, yeah. Yeah, but FBI he gets... headquarters in, in, in Langley, which is the CIA. CIA, yeah, yeah. So he's clearly bluffing as well. So I think those guys are very, very good. But before we even get to that, you know, they as I'm starting to waver on this and I'm starting to get really annoyed with the story, like just when I thought I was out, they pull me back in again because we get that fucking incredible Mortal Kombat style roundhouse kick decapitation which is just fucking excellent. Like, it's straight out of Mortal Kombat. And at that point, I'm just yeah. like, yep, yeah, bit of ultraviolence. Okay, you've got me for another minute or two now. You've, you're starting to, you know, again, scales and balances. You're starting to you're starting to gain some favor again here now. Um, but then they fuck it all again completely because we're now expected to, to believe and care that the girl is being taken and our hero is bothered about it, despite the fact that he has literally just said two minutes ago that he doesn't give a shit about her hmm. and knocked her out cold. Yeah. But now all of a sudden, because she's being take away, taken away, we're supposed to care. And what really annoys me, Helen, I know we've been back and forth on it already, but what really annoys me about this is if, as Mark said, in the opening act, you just understood that these two were previously like this, they've got this star-crossed lovers thing going on and she's his density and all of that. If you just given us that in the first act, I would buy all of this. Because all you need to do is have him all of a sudden just, you know, you can feel it in the force. Like yeah. she's being taken away from him. <laughs> However. And that's, unless, and let's be honest, that's how ridiculous the hero's journey is, right? Star Wars is your prime example there. You can just create this thing. Go like, oh, yeah, he felt it in the force. And I'll go, yeah, all right. All right yeah. That's consistent with the world. That makes sense. And, and, and a couple of lines is all that would have taken at the start. We just need to know who these people are. Yeah. Just frame it. Whereas the difference with me is like, I mean, I admit, I don't play Far Cry games for the story. I play it for the janky AI, which is, means I'm just, like, happily walking with my dog, going to do a spot of fishing, and all of a sudden, two AI spawns of enemies start shooting each other out. And before I know it, there's, like, fucking nukes going off, and there's helicopters in the sky, and I'm just like, I just want to catch a trout. Like, that's what this entire film felt like to me, and that's why I loved it. But I think that's fine in an interactive experience, mm. and, and that's why writing for games is a very different animal. I, but I think in a passive experience, like watching a film, like I'm watching a film oh, because you need to tell just, me a story. I just, I, I just loved it because it, it was it was just it was just pure chaos, and I loved it. Yeah, not for me. <laughs> yeah, not for me at all. Uh, but then, um, so then we get the FBI agents show up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what do we get then? Fucking hell. My, my notes have started to go off the reservation here because the film's going off the re Oh, right. So, yeah, then there's a, a bunch more, like, fighty-fighty, more punching, more kicking, yeah. more gunplay. And then, yeah, we I get wrote some... I think yay, more wire work. Yeah, we get well, really bad wire work where you can see the wires as well, yeah. uh, I would just like to point out. Um, and then we do start to get some exposition. Yeah. Um, it, it's not great, but neither of them know why they're there or what happened before. Yeah. Except that she does. Yep. So she's lying for some reason, well, which yeah, makes no cause, sense. Because again, the whole, the whole thing of you know, I don't know, I don't remember, I, I was this something, and then 
she starts telling him the entire fucking history. I said, hang on, how did, where did that come from? Because you either don't remember or something, no, either something's happened to make you remember or you were lying. But if you were lying, why were you lying? What was the point? Yeah. She got a mental tap. Yeah. And, and, and you know. Oh, she also has more, a sixth sense. Yeah. More than any of that, though, what possible excuse is there for not giving us these half a dozen lines of dialogue when they first meet before yeah. they see the crucified people and he decides he's going to run off with her? Yeah. But surely. Like, you meet a rando in the fucking forest who's being chased by zombies. Surely one of the first questions is, why the fuck are the zombies chasing you? Where did you come from? Why am I here? Who are you? Can I trust you? Like, all of these questions, they ask none of them. Like, And, and again, if we're to believe that they're linked by density, I would have gone with all of that. But you haven't told us that. <laughs> yeah. And even coming right back to the beginning, so when we get the bit where they, they've broken out of prison and they, you know, they're being picked up, you get the slightest thing of, well, why have I got to stay here? Because you have yeah. fucking shut up. That's not a reason. Nope. And then, nope. and then we move into the batshit crazy stuff, and it's like, right, well, now I don't care anymore. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so then it really gets batshit crazy, and re- this is the point it absolutely lost me. All right, because now our villain, if you want to call him that, shows up. Um, with no explanation, no introduction. Yeah. I'm just assuming that he's him just by virtue of the fact he's a new guy that's rocked up out of nowhere about an hour into the film yeah and i've just written who the fuck is this fucking guy yeah and that's literally what i've written who the fuck is this fucking guy what does he want why do i care yeah what the fuck is he yeah. doing where's he been for the last fucking hour I've, I've just quoted the dialogue for his entrance which was when did you get here just now and then i put my comment to it which was weak because i was crying with laughter i wasn't <laughs> i was crying yeah Oh, I was I was having a great time by this stage. But then, as if it's not bad enough, he then kills Nick Cage. Mm. Which at this point, I am just like, oh, how long's left? And I looked, and there's like fifty minutes. Yeah. I'm like, right, the best thing in the film is gone. Yeah. I don't have any connection to any of these characters. No. I don't know what's going on. The novelty of the fucking kicking zombies' heads off and shit is well gone. Oh god, yeah. So I'm just left with this film that looks like a bag of shit has no fucking story whatsoever and i'm just like how long's left and yeah i yeah. feel your pain mark when you sent those messages the other day of like i i just feel your pain because i was there with you at this point i was just like i've got to sit through another nearly fucking hour of this well, shit this, this was my problem and like i if i'm if i'm into something if i'm, in, I'm enjoying it i'll sit there and watch it if i'm bored i'll be up and down thinking right i want another drink i want something to eat I, I, when I'm bored, I snack. There is no fucking food left in my house or furniture. I ate the fucking so, table. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was that fucking bad. I swear to God, I was sat, I, every five minutes going right. Fucking pause it. Right, what else is there to eat? Because I was so fucking bored that first hour. To give you an, to give you some idea of how bored I am here, um, you all know me well enough to know that. Uh, you know, my brain is a little bit odd at the best of times. So <laughs> my mind started to wander here as I was writing my notes. So again, I'll give these to you verbatim. Um, I've got, yes, more exposition. This really would have been better off if this guy had been properly introduced, though. And then before I had a chance to put the pen down, he starts getting really nasty. And so I've written very excitedly. And I've even drawn, for those of you on video, you might see this. I've even drawn little musical notes next to it because I've written... <laughs> He's a heart eater with some long teeth. <laughs> and that's where I was at this point. I've just... Just checked out completely. I have completely checked out. <laughs> I've, I've started making my own tunes up in my head to like 
old songs from 20 years ago. And I'm just like, yeah. And then I go on to go, oh my God, fucking vampires. He's a fucking vampire. This is Ace. How the fuck is he out in the day, though? Yeah. <laughs> I'm all over the shop at this point. Like, <laughs> like there's, there's the excitement I mean, of, and now there's vampires as well as zombies. And then that, instantly there's, but you haven't explained how he's out in the middle of the day and why he's eating hearts. <laughs> yeah. And and this is the thing is that this this film is so fucking all over the place. And it's just like they've gone, right, what's going to make it a bit, what's going to drag out a bit more time? What's going to make it even more fucking mental? Right, okay, vampires. But it's in the day. Ah, fuck it. Nobody will care. And yeah, okay, we don't want to do that. Ah, fuck it. Do it anyway. Just chuck it in. And then the next thing you got, and then you, and you get the fucking, you know, you come back to the FBI guy, and he's got a fucking cannon in the boot of the car. Okay, well, but where the fuck is that? Also, been? the master of all martial arts. Yeah. Yeah. I love him. He's a dog like. breeder with the nose of a bloodhound. Yep. Love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just, it's, it's just. They, they, you've got these little examples where things just don't fucking make any sense, and they've gone. You know what? Let's just chuck the chuck everything. In. And the, I, I did read a quote on the wiki page from the from the guy who made it. He was like, he didn't know if this would be the first and last thing he ever made, so he just chucked everything he could think of in it. Well, no fucking shit, Sherlock. It wasn't the last thing he ever made. Um. But he but he didn't he didn't know he he wasn't convinced it was gonna he was gonna get anywhere. So he just thought, fuck it, I'll do whatever. So before before we do go on to yet like yes you're right Mark it does get even more mental and even more senseless but before we move on to talking <laughs> about that I do just want to pause for more awesome lines from the cops uh, where yes he's got the, the big hand cannon and he just loads it and says let's fucking kill all those criminal bastards yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm here for give me more yeah. of that just give me more of this make this whole thing about two cops who are just having a really fucking bad day because a prisoner's yeah. just escaped on them and they yeah. happen Can to I be re- in the forest yeah. of resurrection where two ancient clans are warring give me that also the the comic relief cops have got the best character music it is absolutely. like the quintessential japanese cop music absolutely like, it doesn't matter whether it's where you've encountered them before mm. their music is fucking on point and yeah. it's so out of cue <laughs> With like everything else that's in this film, which is kind of like low key, like twenties techno. If it was made ten years later, it would be dubstep, but it's not. So be grateful, Chris. And I think that would have done that. me if there was dubstep <laughs> in this. I would have turned it off yeah. at this point. I think this would have been the first film that I actually failed to watch on this show. If they dropped dubstep at this point, I would have just, <laughs> I would have fucked it. That would have been it. Done. Yeah, that would have been it. And it, and it, like I said, I, I am annoyed because there are bits of this that I really love, like mm. these cops, like the fact all of a sudden we've got vampires. Like fine, and and look, this is entirely in my wheelhouse. There are vampires, there are zombies. There's loads of fighting. There's loads of gunplay. Really well composed. Like it's ticking all of my boxes, except the most important one, which is the fucking story, which is why we're here in the first yeah. fucking place. If there's no story, why am I here? you want to give me a video art piece and i know it's a video art piece fine i'll sit down and watch your film on paint drying for two hours if i know that's what i'm watching and if you're encouraging me to interact with that and find my own meaning that is fine but that is not what this is it's a fucking story or it should be yeah um so just went again just when you think it's good like i said we'll return to how ridiculous it is and for some reason, despite not having a heart, Nicolas Cage is still not dead. He is crawling around in the forest without a heart. Yep. Yeah. How? How does that even work? Yeah, <laughs> it's... 
and, and it it feeds into sort of lots of ridiculous things. So he's you now he's he's at this point he's now gone feral and he's crawling around. He he encounters um, the one who keeps running away because he's a little pussy and has the biggest fucking death count in the entire film. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so he encounters him and. I don't quite understand how it works because I think, no, generally, especially when you're that small, you can't fit masses of big handguns in your waistband. But he has at least three giant fucking guns in the back of his trousers because he's oh fuck, I've lost my gun. Here's another one. Oh fuck, I dropped my gun. Here's another one. Hang on, what? It's like fucking Lara Croft. I mean, stuff like that, I'll allow him to get away with. Like, yeah, I'm fine I can't with that. That's the kind. That's yeah. That that's I've just done it myself. yeah. That that's just the kind of shit that gets in the way of. of of cool action sequences yeah. so for that yeah fine yeah. i'll suspend disbelief for that a guy like living without a heart for best part five minutes <laughs> like i don't know i'm sorry you need to explain that one because again the rules of your world need to keep, be consistent here is it yeah. because he's been turned into a vampire and not a zombie is that what it is well, but he's yeah. not even that he turns into some sort of weird ghoul yeah he's, so, he's sort of feral and you get to the point later on where he's foaming at every, everybody else is upright and talking and he's foaming at the mouth oh yeah. it did look so, more like cum i've got to be honest yeah um and 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 again just my head's all over the place i've written i i really do love all of this but our hero has zero fucking agency i need more what is happening and that is the crux of it like there nobody has any agency they're just chasing each other around a random yep. forest yeah you know and and then my next i mean my next note i i don't even remember when it happened but it was the sunglasses of power where he picked them up and he put them on and you got the pan in yeah. and then you get the reaction shot and you get the sad music as yeah. he takes them off. I was like, I loved it. I was like, it absolutely does not need to be there, but I love that it's there. And, and I, yeah, I love all of that. I just need it to be hang on something. Yeah. It, like if, if all of that was just hang on something, I swear to God, I'd be calling this one of my favorite films ever. I really would. Yeah. <laughs> but as it stands, I fucking just I, oh it's so bad like it, it was so difficult to even get through yeah um and it's only stuff like that and my knowledge that stuff like that is going to be coming that's keeping me watching because i'm just like right how much more fucking mental can this get um well immediately so after that you get the it, it, well, it's immediately after the, this you get the density the well you get the shooting out the eyes and the fucking uh the, the captain of the head and it's like yeah. okay yeah that stuff like that. okay if you if that's what you're going for and you're going to do that fine but again Doing it once at an hour in, I don't care. No, having um, just we, no, I had to watch some dude in a green shirt kick people in the head for an hour. I really don't give a fuck anymore. We'll um, we'll come back to the sunglasses in a minute because I've got a lot of thoughts on the sunglasses themselves as yeah. well. I, I did like um, that, and this is this is where I get frustrated because I I said at the start there are lots of bits of this which I really enjoyed, and it's yeah. it's little throwaway bits of that I thought were great. It's just all the shit that goes between them. So you'll have a throwaway bit. 40 minutes of crap, another throwaway bit, 40 minutes of nothing. Mm. Another... So that's the that's the bit that really frustrates me with them. I mean, the thing is with the sunglasses, though, no, we may as well talk about them now. Like, yes, they are really cool, right? But at this point, like, he kills a guy, takes the sunglasses. Earlier on, took a dead guy's coat. Kills people, takes their guns. Like, this just seems to be a film about a kleptomaniac at this point. <laughs> like, that seems to be the only narrative I can give this guy. Like, yeah. we know he was yeah. in prison... So I'm is, just is assuming that he was there for petty theft. If, if, no, he killed 43 people. Yeah, but I'm saying, if, if he's, is, he, is he a kleptomaniac or is he just, or is he just looting them after he's killed them? Well, is, is same not, thing, isn't possibly, it? Well, no. Possibly he killed them for their clothes, <laughs> but like, details. Yeah. Well, so, somebody needs that, to think about the fucking details. The cunts who made it didn't. No, they really didn't. Um, we get more bad wire work where the wires are really, um, really noticeable as well. Oh, just before that as well, they have the conversation about her 
I'll say it properly this time, her being his destiny. Yeah. Um, she suddenly reveals that actually she does remember everything yeah. and gives us the big exposition dump that we should have had at least 45 minutes ago. Oh, at this point, um, we're talking an hour. Yeah. Um, now, I think we've got to have a di- we've got to have a discussion about this line, right? Because it, I mean, it's it's terrible. She literally comes out with "It is your destiny." Now, I'm giving them benefit of the doubt here. I've written "lol," but to be fair, that could just be badly translated, couldn't it? It like, could be. We, you know, in in terms of the lines, right? The story is awful, but in terms of the yeah. lines, which are abysmal, things like "Because I'm a feminist," things like this, where she literally says. You know, it's your destiny. Like that, just that might just be the translation. It, to it be could fit. be. Although, yeah. although you wrote LOL, I wrote fifty-seven minutes, and we finally have a reason for all this shit. It's destiny. Well, fuck me. <laughs> it's, yeah. I mean, I, at this point, I'm thinking, do I, do I even want to watch the next fucking hour and three minutes? But again, the annoying thing is, if this had happened right at the start, and it yeah. had just been, yeah, well, it's your destiny to come here, and it's your destiny. You're locked in this eternal battle for my blood. Yeah. With this other guy, I'd be like, yeah, okay, fine. And, and and there's zombies, and now you need to fight all the zombies and keep her safe. Yeah, fine. fine. Yeah. And you could have all the same action scenes. You could have all of it. Yeah. It just all makes sense, and I'm invested in it because I understand what they want. Yeah. Yeah, I will give you it's not the raid. <laughs> yeah. I will give you that. Yeah, right? So... Yeah. And I think for me, that, that, that kind of sells it well because had that happened earlier on, I st- I'm still not interested in the fucking fighting. It just bores the piss out of me. But at least I know there's a reason for it. So I'll go along with exactly, it. Exactly, exactly, right? And there's stakes yeah. is the thing then as well because it's not just the fact of, oh, we've got to fight him to survive because there's zombies. Like, there's stakes. He hasn't yeah. just got to fight him to survive. He's got to he's fight him because alive. otherwise she's going to die and he, like, the bad guy is going to ascend. To, well, we don't even know. I assume if he gets her blood, he ascends to power, but there's they don't really explain that. There's just this shit about how he gets to resurrect again even though he's already resurrected nonsense it's utter nonsense and they don't explain it and if they just did that at the start yeah and if you didn't want to give it screen time you actually have a pre-roll with all of like yeah. the, the history of the force of destiny written up just throw it in there do a fucking star wars yeah it's not hard like it's really not hard and yeah, it's because they all go into needed. the whole thing about there are 666 portals and portal 312 does this and portal 4 does that that's fine that's great because you put enough stuff we need to know. So add yeah. it to that. Just include it there and say, yeah. right, this is what we're going to fucking talk about for the next two hours. This is what this story is going to be about. All you need to do is give three character names there. And not not like character names like Bob, Fred and Jim. Like give them something like, I don't know, the Guardian and the Gatekeeper. And it, just something like that. So you understand that these three people are the reincarnated yeah. versions. Uh, yeah. Them and they're locked in an eternal battle. Essentially masters of the universe. Uh, but... <laughs> Right, but yeah, look, I'm just—I didn't write this fucking film. I'm just pointing out the similarity, okay? Um, but you, you do that, and I'm away, and I'll take all of that fucking fighting because there's stakes, and I understand what they're all fighting for. Yeah. But we don't get that. Instead, we get a bunch of crazy fucking shit. Um, not least of which is the next shot with the cops, where for some reason they've decided it's safe to have the one-handed guy drive the car. When, well, to be fair, I drive one when there's a well. perfectly able-bodied person next to him, like, mm-hmm. they're not ableist in this film. Uh, they're definitely yeah. not. Definitely. Oh, not. To be fair, I always maintain that should be part of the driving test. Anyway, driving with one hand with a sandwich with a sandwich in one hand and a newspaper on your lap, so you should have been fine anyway. Yeah. Um, oh, mine was driving with one hand, because, but you've got a cigarette held in the hand that's on the steering wheel, and you've got a can of Red Bull in the other yeah. one. It, 
and you've got to suddenly get your car into gear and start moving yeah. because the traffic jam that caused you to come to a stop so that you're having a party in your car has suddenly started to move and you've got that oh shit moment of like juggling it all yeah yeah uh so we, so then we get our first confrontation between the whichever one's the hero whichever one's the villain like we get our first confrontation between them and we get more exposition yeah which we should have had ages yeah. ago but it's hardly um, a fucking sit down in heat is it no it's hardly uh high, high intensity <laughs> oh great it's these two fuckers and and the problem is that i don't care about this fight that's happening because exactly. i still don't even know who the other guy is yeah the hero's just boring yeah and i don't know who the other guy is so i i I give zero fucks about this yeah. fight. Although there is some nice symmetry here. Again, proving that they can do this shit. Yeah. There's some nice symmetry here where after he loses and, and is seemingly killed, he takes the tumble down the banking, which is how we first met our hero. So if we're yeah. talking about reincarnation and him being reborn and stuff like that, lovely. Again, really good filmmaking. Yeah, really, just like really they've got good compositions. Yeah, they, they've got an understanding of this shit, right? Yeah. Um, also really useful that he got shot in his left eye because that's the eye that the fringe yeah. covers because if he'd been shot in his right eye he'd be fucked for the rest totally, of the film. Yeah. Totally, yeah. Um so then I've drawn a line under it and I've written I, I've actually I've actually written sigh. Um <laughs> that's a seventy six minute first act. Yeah folks. I, 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 I think that's same, a new yeah, record for same, this show. I wrote the same thing at the start of that scene because that scene was quite long as well. The the whole exposition dump took about five minutes. And I wrote, yep. oh, 71 minutes in. Now we're getting the exposition dump. Problem is, I've already lost interest so many times. I don't give a fuck. I want a sandwich. Yep. That is literally the first act. Yeah. Right. I've given up at notes at this point. I've just got lots of pictures of explosions. <laughs> Valid. Um, but, but like, this is our first act, right? It's taken us 76 minutes to get to who our hero is, who our villain is, why they're fighting, where they are, what they want. Yep. All of this information that you just need right at the start to then have 70 minutes of punching and kicking and shit yep. to then have your third act of them, you know, flashing forward to the future and stuff like that and, and your little coda. But we don't get any of it until 76 minutes in, which even by Japanese standards is fucking bad. And look, Jap the, the Japanese do not rush their storytelling, as we said back at the start. And I'm, I'm totally on board for that. I'm totally on board for a lengthy narrative. But this is bad even but, by this. Standard. Well, so you need a narrative, don't you? That's the problem. And we haven't had yeah. one so far. Where, uh, well, I kind of, I wouldn't call it an hour and change. We're an hour and a quarter in, and now we're getting, as you said, now we now we find out what the fucking film's about. Yeah. Oh, it's supposed yep. to be about because it doesn't turn out to be that anyway. But again, it's about punching, it's about punching and shooting. But again, in a forest. Yeah. Just when, just when I'm frustrated, just when I think I've had enough of this film, they pull me back around because now we get zombie cage. Yeah. And I'm a hundred percent back in as soon as he shows up. Again, just <laughs> completely new character. He's gone totally off the reservation, completely feral, spitting everywhere, as you said, Mark. Yep. Just love him. Absolutely. Falling down trees. Yep. 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 And yep. The, again, that was that was fine. Um, and we missed a bit as well, actually. So after he, um, after our hero gets shot in the eye, and we and we think he's no, he's dead, and he goes into flashbacks and stuff. We get the we get the bit with um, her and the villain yeah no that's that's it it's after zombie cage shows up that's the next thing because then it's suddenly night time okay. which is much better because now they can actually light yeah but it's only night time for one shot yeah and then it's daytime again yeah. inexplicably yeah, my, my notes must be the wrong way around i must have gone back to that one but uh because they're the other round but yeah again that that all, the whole thing where you know we, we've now all of a sudden got we're, we're moving their story on because all of a sudden there's the whole thing about her blood which has been talked about very early on and then forgotten about 
So we come back mm-hmm. to that. That again, that's now feeding back into our second act, which we're starting at eighty minutes. Um, yep. So that no, that was fine. But no, it's just like no. so we know it's it's things are starting to come to come into it. But at this point, I'm thinking right, we've got twenty minutes left now, and they've got an entire second and third act to do. Yep, or not as it goes. Oh yeah. Um, but but yeah, I mean, I, I've just written some more whinging here of exactly that, Mark. Yeah, so we won't. We're just treading up old ground, really. But I have said yeah that the annoying thing is that this story is actually so fucking easy to tell. Yeah. I don't understand how they fucked it up so badly. Yeah. Um, but the thing that really did annoy me here more than anything is, and, and I've made a joke about it, but it's suddenly nighttime for a shot and then daytime again. Mm. When it is nighttime, lighting is beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> they've they've just hidden some gels away behind in the trees and put some soft backlight in on there. They haven't gone day for night. They've shot at nighttime. They've lit it properly. Yeah, they've got some really spooky atmospheric lighting going on, and it's beautiful. So again, you can do this. You just didn't. Yeah, you just chose not to so, for some fucking reason bizarre um so then we get um right then we get the first repetition here throughout the fighting of um i never lose yeah it'll come back again at the end they'll go back to it again yeah. fine we're giving the hero a catchphrase god knows he needs something but the problem is we've already seen him lose yep twice yep <laughs> so he clearly does lose so this is just a weak stupid catchphrase <laughs> like makes no sense whatsoever um thankfully the agents come back um and I, i've written here we've already said this as well i love these i really do but why the fuck do they exist yeah they serve no narrative purpose whatsoever for the main narrative well, they do not need to be here i'm really glad they are but they, they don't exist. need to exist they exist purely as a means for bringing in a cannon for the final sequence yeah, yeah. Which, they are literally there to deliver the cannon which let's be honest for all the shit they've they've given us so far on screen, you could have just dropped a scan a cannon from the fucking sky. Like, they could have just they could have just been one in a tree somewhere. Yeah, and it would have made no less sense. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, it was absolutely. But do no you know reason. what? I'm glad that they delivered it the way that they did because it. Was oh, they're absolutely it. with her. I think they're fucking brilliant, but they yeah. just do not need to exist. Yeah, yeah, and and, and especially yeah. with a film this over long. Yeah, just get rid of them. Yeah, I mean this should have this should have been eighty minutes tops. I'd go with seventy, and and if it was, I would genuinely be be having a much different tone to my voice as we're talking yeah, about this yeah. and i'd probably be more akin to helen and defending it as just 70 minutes of knock around fun yeah, yeah. but i am not defending two hours of absolute horseshit yeah and, <laughs> I, and I, we, we've just kind of skipped over as well actually my, my absolute favorite bit in the film um is where um the the one-handed agent guy confronts the guy says so he, he confronts he confronts our, our hero not hero whatever the fuck he is and says Where's my hand? And he just picks one up and throws him to one. Uh, throws one to him. He's like, "Oh, so now I've got two left hands, prick." I was like, no. <laughs> so that's it's so fucking stupid. They're As great. The and there's even there's a bit before that as well where they do a whole bit where he's pointing at things with his stump. Yeah, which is just hilarious. Yeah, yeah. and then he has to awkwardly point with the yeah. other hand. Yeah, and then also he's in the fight and he keeps on forgetting he's missing the hand, so he keeps on hitting them with the stump, and he's like, "Ow." <laughs> Yeah, and so then, then you get that, yeah. Again, this, this, this is the thing, all of this is really funny, but it's it's too little, too late, and it means yeah. fuck all. It, it doesn't belong there. And I mean, I, no, I but I, you I, do I also get early, early on about the um, about them dying within ten minutes, and okay, they lasted yeah. longer than I thought they would. But again, the death is again, it's entirely pointless, other than to deliver that gun. Deliver can yeah. But I mean, you yeah. do also get the line, you know, in in this in this final showdown with them, you do also get the line. My reflexes are five hundred times faster than Mike Tyson's. Which 
which is fucking brilliant in so many ways because it dates the film so badly as well. Yeah. Like, it's so yeah, good. Man. So good. Um, well, yeah, because by this point, Tyson then, was on his comeback. Because the wasn't costumes me. don't date this, Chris. No, no, no. Costumes don't date this at all. Oh, no, not no, at no. all. <laughs> no, no. No, no. I mean, this film is, it's just everything about this film dates this film, doesn't it? That's yeah. the thing. Um, okay, so then we get the final showdown. Because um, literally, this is how quickly it moves now. Um, well, not quickly as it would go. It's like 40 odd minutes this takes. But in terms yeah. of the 70 odd minute first act, yeah, that's relatively quickly. So yeah. he gets healed up. There's some stuff with the agent. Then he ends up facing down against our main bad guy again. They have their initial fight. Um, I have to draw attention to this because there's no way I can't. Um, and given that even at his earliest then, this is the year 2000, yep. I am definitely convinced they nicked this. We talked about how Twilight stole from them. Um, there are elements of choreography in this final fight that are lifted directly from season two of Buffy. Yeah. Uh, without any shadow of a doubt. The sword catch especially yes. is straight out of the end of Becoming Part 2. Shot for fucking shot. Yep. The only difference is he doesn't get the sword back in the nose. Yeah. But the sword catch and the cutaway to the close-up, all of it, even some of the movements, yeah. it's shot for shot. Um, and, and that is that is a sequence that I know incredibly well. So I couldn't help but I was watching that and I just saw it immediately. Now, I had to do some date check in there. But yeah, if that was the case, then this yeah. came later. Yeah, you're talking two so, years later at that yeah. point, aren't you? A good two years later, yeah. So they've yeah. definitely lifted it. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, I, I got to a point, right? So I, as I was watching this yesterday, um, for whatever reason, I found, I found it a real slog to get through because, probably because there was so, so many sequences where I just didn't give a fuck and I wasn't interested. But I wasn't convinced I hadn't fallen asleep and woken up at the end because there seemed to be this massive fucking jump. Yeah, no, there is. They, but just all of a sudden... I woke it back he, and I hadn't. No, he just... I just blinked. They, yeah, he, he gets resurrected and then just goes straight back for another rumble. Yeah. There's no questing... There's no extra exposition. Yeah. There's there's nothing. He just gets resurrected. We incidentally we don't know what that means for the girl either. Yeah. Like she can only use her blood once for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Fine. I'll buy that. So that's that's fine. Probably should have told again. Probably should have told us that right back at the start. But yeah. okay, I'll buy it. Um. But what does that mean for her now? Well, like, yeah. Was she previously immortal and now she's not? I. I well, well, this again, is, this these are the questions thing. I just want to know. Because, again, that would have added stakes. If, she, if we know she can only yes. use, it, use it once, and, and she chooses then that he's going to die, so she no, she yep. sacrifices, effectively sacrifices herself, then it means something. Yep. Um, and also, yeah, no, why him? No. So that was the point of the reason why it had to be the two of them in the forest was because it wasn't her blood that was key to opening the portal. It was her blood once she'd brought somebody back. So it wasn't her that he needed to kill. Yeah. It was the guy but, once he'd yeah, reincarnated. The, because she had to bring yeah, him back. But the way they've set it up, it's, it's supposed to be like yeah. some bait and switch, but they don't do it properly. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the no. problem with it, is that... We, they they need, give you, you that cack-handed explanation yeah. right at the end. Yeah, you it. need... Yeah. you need That needs to be based on something. That needs to build from somewhere. Uh, otherwise, yeah. it doesn't mean anything. So otherwise, we might, might as well not seen it at all. And actually, we just get it, it happen off camera. And he says, oh, by the way, you fucked up. Exactly. We needed to believe all the way through that the reason he wanted her was to get her blood yeah. in the forest. And then you can get that actually he knew all along that he had to bring the other guy to the forest and take the blood. Yeah. That's the story that we're missing. Yeah. That's what gives all of this stakes. That's what gives him something. That, like whether he's the good guy or the bad guy can be up to us at that point. But that's what he's questing for. And then mm. our hero is in a defensive role trying to make sure that he doesn't get the blood. So then... Then you get your MacGuffin because she's the MacGuffin at that point. Yeah. But 
but they don't set any of that up and and so none of it means anything at all yeah um yeah it just is fucking so poorly handled and especially as like it's so easy yeah. like we can see it there now and you can literally deal with it in like look it's a stupid story right yeah it, it is a stupid story so give it you know give it five minutes of screen time do a big exposition dump and just get on with it yeah and that's fine but without it none of this means anything yeah um also why are they suddenly wearing contacts out of nowhere because they're demons because this is them channeling the the immortal selves because red eyes is demons i thought it was conjunctivitis right. uh yeah that that's never explained either nope yeah that that's a, that's another one of the tropes that you know yeah i get like, it i get it, it particularly again yeah. because this is all lifted straight from buffy so I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I do know why they were wearing the contacts, yeah. but in the context of the story, yeah. why are they wearing contacts all of a sudden? And and why didn't they just channel these demons earlier if that's what they're doing? Like if especially if he's a vampire, mm. like just when he was killing people earlier, surely he should have had his contacts in then. You think so? Yeah. So and and then we get the jump to the magic cliff. Yeah. For no reason, where he's all of a sudden on top of a cliff. Again, this doing... was another reason I thought I thought I'd fallen asleep because it was just I, I was just in different places all the fucking time. I was like, hang on, what? what? So I'd rewind. I was rewinding, thinking, right, okay, I've missed something. And I yeah, hadn't. All of a sudden, I hadn't. It was just shit. No, all of a sudden, it, it it's just cut together like an episode of fucking Power Rangers or some other. Oh, that's oh, he teleported good. him. He teleported him so they could have their fight without her interfering. Like like Power Rangers <laughs> or VR oh. troopers, oh. even worse. <laughs> yeah. Let's face it; they're based on like Japanese animes, so like you know. Yeah. So they have their entirely pointless fight, mm. um, and this is the final fight. This is what we've been building up to, even though we've no interest in the stakes whatsoever. But we've been building up to it, and so it is absolutely one hundred percent completely inexcusable for you to dispatch the villain in exactly the same way that we saw an hour ago and just knock his fucking head off. Yep. Like that's been done. If you're if you're playing on the fact that you've got these super stylized action sequences and they're full of gore, then you better give me something different. Yeah. Because I've already seen that if, one. Yeah, if that's your finishing move, you don't use it on Joe Nobody halfway through the film. No, I've already seen that one. Just like I'd already seen the zombies by the time they rise up, I've already seen someone's head being knocked off. So you've got to do better than that. You absolutely have to. Uh, but they don't. they just like, yeah, he knocked his head off, so he's dead now, isn't he? Yeah, done now. Yeah, done. Let's just jump forward and see him again and all of a sudden he's the good guy yeah. and the other one's the bad guy but the girl. woman is still weirdly with the bad guy if that's the case yeah and because yeah, who was the, the good guy you get the line oh maybe i should have been on your side all along I was like, hang on what the fuck i i don't care anymore yeah but i mean before we get that again just some stream of conscious notes from me so he kicks his head off and then i've got so what now nobody actually wanted anything so there's no resolution here yep so this film doesn't really end and then I started writing my summation. So I've got like, you know, my general thoughts, which we'll get to in closing. But halfway through, I've had to stop and I've written, oh, it's not over. For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> that was stupid, pointless. And I can't even read what I've written here because I've got so angry. But this is my feeling about the coda. That was stupid Just coda, and pointless. That was my feeling about the entire fucking film. Yeah. Oh, unnecessary. Stupid, pointless, and entirely unnecessary. Yeah, that's what they need to put on the poster. Yeah. Whereas I was just like, fucking sign me up, I'm here for it. Oh, hell no. Watch that in a heartbeat. Fuck. Oh, hell no. (laughs) No, no, no. I will love every second. No. Well, I would if they gave me a fucking story. Yeah. But (laughs) that's all. That that is literally all this is. is. It, it is, It is literally that there is no story 
So I yeah. was bored to tears. Yeah, it's 100% style over substance. But you know what? I don't give a shit because I had a great time and so I'm here for it. It's not even style over substance. Like, style over substance is 90% of your, of your Hollywood blockbusters. And I'll watch those. Mm. It's style over nothing. There is no... There's nothing. It's, it, it's, it's, yeah. it's fight and go porn. And it, it, yeah. it is porn, Mark. You're right. It, in a way, this yeah. is porn. That's exactly it's, what this yeah. is. It's a gorno. <laughs> yeah. It is, but it, but then, if that's the case, it's not even the best example of that, is it? Yeah. <laughs> because well, no. Well, it's, it's not bad so pussy, it, is it? No. <laughs> but even just as a as a really gory film, yeah. like yeah, not the, even the, the best the, example of low budget yeah, gore. If you want that, look. If you want that, go and watch something like Evil Dead, for instance. That's gorier than this. Yeah. And that has a story. Yeah, and I mean so, that was one of the um, looking at the wiki page. That's one of the sort of the, the big the, the big inspirations. Apparently, you know, Evil Dead and like John Carpenter and stuff like that. You know, there's there's a lot of love for that. You no, know, for for those films. So, oh, okay. So they've cut them again. You think, well, okay, they they've kind of gone for something, and they kind of understand there's all the subgenre they're doing. That's fine, but they just haven't really executed it very well. Now, now, Evil Dead, I just pulled out there is that's my go-to example for the genre. I didn't realize that was actually a touchstone for it. But now you've said it, John Carpenter. I can definitely yeah. see in this. I don't know why we didn't talk about that earlier. Um, but yeah, there's definitely an element of the super low budget mm. John Carpenter to this. But again, John Carpenter knows how to tell a fucking story. That's the difference. Yeah, absolutely. That's the difference. Even something as basic as Halloween, which is literally, here's this crazy unstoppable killer who's going to walk towards you very, very slowly with a knife and you have to hide for the next 80 minutes. That's the story of the first Halloween. That's all there is to yeah. it. And we will, ex- you know, we expand on that later on and we get into the history of Michael Myers and Laurie Strode and, and all of that. But the initial one is like, here's an escaped serial killer who's going to chase you very, very slowly over the yeah. course of the next hour and a bit. Yeah, hide. But that's fine. We understand that. Well, yeah. yeah? I mean, there's, there's it, a story to follow. There's, there's a stakes. story there. Yeah, there's a story there, stakes, and there's, you, you have a start, a middle, and an end. Yes. Whereas this has a start, keeps on starting, can start. Oh, fuck, somebody let, cho- let go of the choke, start again. Oh, fuck, no, there's the end of Act 1. Right. right, it's finished. Yep. I will give you... It is not as good as The Legend of Fong Sayuk. If you want to watch like a fighty fighty I don't. film, The Legend of Fong Sayuk is the one. I had to one watch. of them last weekend and I had number forty two. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the one where he's he's like training to be a martial arts artist and then he gets framed, so they take away his martial arts skill by breaking his wrists and ankles. So he has to go back and live with his mother. And his mother is a martial artist, but because she was a woman, the man that trained her only taught her how to do like um freeze holds and to unblock freeze holds on the top half of the body because he thought it was inappropriate if he touched her anywhere below the waist so when Fong Sayuk is regaining his martial arts skills he keeps getting like stabbed by opponents who are hitting all of his pressure points so he gets frozen and he can unhook his like top half but then his bottom half is frozen so he's like physically having to pick his legs up and like walk across the fields and stuff until he regains his martial arts skill but that's a story yeah it's fucking hilarious. It's I can, I, I can, I can live with that. Listen, I'm not looking for a fighty fighty film. I don't like them. But that sounds funny. I'll go with that. This yeah, was two hours of dog shit. It's fucking hilarious. I wouldn't say oh, it's. Oh no, I loved it. I wouldn't say it's two hours of dog shit. Um, but look, I, I think we're getting there, right? So let's let's sum up, right? I, for me, like there is a really really good film in here, and I truly mean that. Like they ignoring, you know that the very poor lighting and stuff like that which i can ignore okay it's annoying but you ignore it yeah. they're low budget you cut them yeah. you cut them slack on that you can see everything so that's fine you know there is a really really good film in here the shots are well composed it's all well choreographed it is ridiculously over the top which i always appreciate it's very gory some of the performances are really good as well most of them are fucking awful but there are some really good ones and at times it's 
genuinely funny. Like they were, they were kind of five to ten minute periods all the way throughout where I was really entertained. Like genuinely, like totally into it and very entertained. But the problem is, and this is where I've branched off and said, "Oh, it's not over." Um, and then I've come back and said, "Like you know, that could have kept me going for a solid." as we've already said, 70 to 80 minutes. Yeah, strip that story all the way back, yeah. have all of that nonsense for 70, 80 minutes, yeah. and then Asta, leave me to it, and I'll go about the rest of my evening. I would have had a fucking blast, and I would be singing this thing's praises to everybody. But unfortunately, they drag it on, you know, to almost two hours with no story, mm. no real interesting characters apart from Nick Cage. And I don't even know what his character is as such other than the fucking actor is mental. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think and, and some severe budget issues. I don't think any of the characters actually have names. I mean, there's no. there's not a script, so why would you oh, give yeah, anyone true. names? Actually, no. <laughs> the the main dude is prisoner KSC two dash three zero three. That's his name. It's yeah. no fucking R two D two, is it? What's written on his uniform? No. It's written, I mean, it rolls off the fucking tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. No, no, I'm I'm just gonna say it's unfortunately that it's left me feeling that this is. This is just awful. It's not. It's not, by no means the worst thing I've ever seen. It's it's genuinely got some good moments, but it's not a good film. It's really not. Oh, yeah. No, I, no, it is. I mean, I, I, no, I, it's not by by any measure. That's the problem. It's I not a good it. film because it. it's got serious technical issues. There are some horrible performances. I can't even comment on how badly written it is because it just feels like it's not been written at all. Mm. Like it. Yeah. It's just. It's a bunch of guys that went that got had enough money to sort of make a bit of a film and they had enough people that sort of were like yeah do you know what i can fight and they're just like fine let's go and make a fucking film and they fucking went for it yeah but if i want that i'll just but none of them can write a if story i want that, I'll just fucking watch street. fucking wrestling I'll go to wine street on a saturday you know? night yeah or, or just or just yeah. watch fucking wrestling which which to be fair even that has better stories than this i don't know they're kind of so, going downhill at the moment as well still better than this um <laughs> yeah i mean I, i'm kind of the same i mean i <laughs> I, they were they were points as I said at the start. There were bits which I really appreciated. There were some bits that were quite funny. Um, there were some bits that right, okay, I can live with them. I can I can I can live with certain bits of it. But when you've got a two-hour film and it's an hour and thirty minutes of people punching each other and kicking each other and shooting each other, I don't give a fuck. And it was it was always going to be a big ask to get through this enough for for me to find something I liked in anyway. So the fact there were bits, I, I don't know, there were parts that I appreciated was quite a surprise. But yeah, I've come out of this going, right, I've just spent whatever the fuck I spent on buying it and two hours of my life, well, two and a half hours because every time I fucking paused it, obviously that added on to it. I think I ate, obviously being diabetic, I'm not supposed to, I think I ate about 400 grams of sugar in the period of that two hours because I just wanted to slip into a coma and fucking die. And that's kind of how I feel about this film. Valid. (laughs) I barely even smoked because I was having too much time to roll a cigarette. I fucking loved it. This, I, isn't that like a sign of the apocalypse? I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying about the stories, the characters and everything. It was, it was, it's kind of, it's, it's a visceral thing. And it is literally, it's all about the punching and the kicking and like these little sort of snapshots of humour that none of it really hangs together. The characters are tropey as hell. Like this is like the most trashy example of like the extremes of Japanese cinema but with no money and no budget that has just been smushed together by somebody that wants to make a film. And do you know what? 
I was here for it. I had such a great time. I have been in a phenomenal mood all day today because I just, I loved it so much that I was practically skipping into work. I had such a good time. This is the, it's like the reason why I play Far Cry isn't for the stories. As I said, it's for the chaos moments that happen. This is just chaos on the screen. Fiona describing it as a toddler on crack was absolutely on the money and I was here for it. I loved it. Here's the problem with tropes though. I love them. Oh, go for it. Big fan of them use them all the time yeah reason i use them all the time is because they exist to serve the story mm. this doesn't have a story ergo it doesn't mm. even really have any trope telling because none of these oh, characters mean anything like what what are they oh. there for like you can't because for them to be tropey they have to exist in the context of something because they're a tool it's just a shorthand for a character so we're not going to explain yeah, who this but character there's no... is because we presented him like this so he is just just but there's no character. There is no short of the cops. There are no characters as such. They're just a bunch of generic people who don't want anything mm. and don't do anything and just turn into zombies and punch each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that the cops are tropey, yeah, yeah because they, yeah. they're having a bad the day. Yakuza and the prisoners are super is... tropey though, but the Yakuza are super tropey as well. Yeah, well. If they're even Yakuza. They are. Yeah, but... Like, even the way that they're fucking dressed. I, I don't oh know, God. though, because we don't even really know what they're actually there for and what they want to say they are mobsters. We're imply we're putting that on them, mm. but we don't know that they are. We, we have no... They could just be, like... Well, they, they are yeah. the reincarnated picture. demon Japanese guy. Japanese is a pictorial language. It's a picture. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure you can argue that they're tropey, though. I'm really not because oh, no, they are. for them to be tropey, I, I we will. need a story for the tropes to exist with it. They need context for those tropes to exist. Otherwise, they're well, caricatures, maybe. But I mean, I would expect a caricature. Yeah, I, like, I wouldn't say it's full of tropes well. because I don't think there's enough but story just... to to justify there being a trope that's being deployed. Um, oh, I loved it. I just don't I think there's it. enough anything, unfortunately. There's there's plenty of action. Yeah. Uh, there is plenty of action, I suppose. Yeah, I'll give you that. Problem is, it's all meaningless yeah. action. Yeah, because again, it doesn't drive anything. <laughs> no, no. Right, something like that. other than the red yeah, time. Yeah, certainly fucking drove that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I, I guess we're kind of at the point then. I mean, I, I think we've kind of summed up. So, Chris, is it better than Mario? I've changed my mind about three times since watching this film. Among whether it's better than Mario, I genuinely am torn because Ooh. there are moments that are where, I, like I said, I am having a great time. But the problem is they're inconsistent. And I think I've got to use the same sort of the same milestone that I do every time I'm stuck with this question, which is put them both in front of me and which one am I watching right yeah. now? And 100 times out of 100, I'm going to take Mario ultimately. Yeah. Because for, for what fun there is in this, you know, I'll get maybe 20, 30 minutes of fun out of this amongst the annoyance of it. And for a second viewing, I'm going to be even more annoyed. Yeah. Whereas Mario, for all its faults, is never not watchable. Yeah, it's, it's entertaining. Because there's a story that I can follow and it's entertaining. So, yeah, this is worse than Mario for me. Yeah. Helen, thanks for shaking your head. Yeah, no, this is 100% better than Mario. I fucking love this. Like, I would take this over Mario any day of the week. You can make me watch this every single day for the following for the next week and my answer will still be the same. Right, okay. Um, Mark, I think we know <laughs> what your response is going to be. Yeah, I mean, I, I went into this... Having seen some of the descriptions that Fiona had given us and the very vague descriptions I'd seen of it, I was thinking, right, this is this is going to one of two ways. It's either going to be so ridiculous that I'm just going to not be able to take my eyes off it, or it's going to be a real slog to get through it. 
And I think, same as you, Chris, I think there were elements to it where I was entertained. I said, no, you got some, some, you did get some humour in there. Some of them, some of the moves were a bit cool. If you know, probably that you could see the wire and shit. That was fine. But then for all of that, there was 90 minutes of that, of those two hours where I was just bored out of my fucking skull. Because once I've seen somebody kick a zombie in the head, I don't need to see it for another 90 minutes. And no, and I think actually that's probably the biggest criticism you can, and the most the most damning criticism you could level at this, isn't it? Is saying that you were bored. Well, this is it. It's you know, it, it's a it, it's a high action, very fast paced, very frenetic, energetic piece, and I was bored shitless, and I probably ate my weight in snacks. Is- Whereas I didn't even roll cigarettes. I was having yeah, which I think that's time. a sign of the apocalypse. We need to worry about that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for me, I mean, w- even without the litmus test, if you put the two in front of me, because they are literally both on my Amazon account next to each other because of the two films I've bought on Amazon. And if I'm going to watch one of them, it's going to be Mario. Um, yeah, every time. This is just fucking painful. Yeah, totally agree. And, and I mean, just for the record, uh, listeners, Fiona did accurately predict pretty much all of this. Yes. Uh, when she recommended it, she did say that Mark would absolutely fucking hate it. Helen would absolutely love it, and you'd be and I would be somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Um, which yeah. which is exactly how it's ended up. Yeah. Um, so well done, you know us well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe choose something that we might all. Well, I guess there's no fun in choosing something we might all enjoy next yeah. time. Is there? There's no fun in that. If you're going to recommend a film and send it into the podcast, what you've also got to do is you've also got to predict what our own reactions will be to now, it. That's a fun because game, Because you've got listeners. Fiona to beat because she's a clean yeah. sweep. That's a fun game, listeners. <laughs> yeah. You won't win anything. <laughs> no, no, no. But <laughs> we might mention it. Yeah. Disrespect. Give that one a go. Um, I mean, the easiest way for you to guarantee winning there is to just send us the worst, most irredeemable thing you can find that we're all going to hate. Good luck with that, as Helen's just demonstrated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I think... I like my ultraviolence. I mean, so do I. Nothing wrong with a spot of the old ultraviolence, <laughs> but... Jesus, give me some story yeah, as well, hang please. On, hang on something. Oh. If I'm laughing, I don't give a shit about story. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think we're... I, th- I think we're we're never going to agree on that one. I, th- I think for, for certainly for me, it's no. pretty much irredeemable. Um, but if you, if you have watched it, listeners, if you if you are playing along at home, please let us know what your thoughts are. Um, especially if you went out and bought it because we were watching it. Because I'm really sorry. Yeah, we're so sorry. <laughs> um, oh, I am. I am there with you if you also um, enjoyed it. Like, sorry, but yeah, absolutely. Let us know. Um, get in touch on Twitter at ddpodcastnet. You can also go to our website ddpodcast.net where you can get our previous episodes and our other shows as well on Facebook and YouTube with the Double M Podcast Network. Wherever you get your podcast from, like, subscribe, leave some messages, we get back to you as best we can. Until next time. See you later. Ta-ra.